The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Learn more at usbank.com newsroom. Good morning. I'm James Homan from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, October 15th. In today's news, Elizabeth Warren releases a DNA test to prove she has Native American ancestry. Hillary Clinton says her husband did not abuse power with Monica Lewinsky. And immigration is working to the GOP's advantage in the midterms. But first, the big idea. In a wide-ranging interview that aired Sunday night on 60 Minutes, President Trump promised that Saudi Arabia will face severe punishment if they're found to be responsible for killing Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. As he told CBS's Leslie Stahl, There's a lot at stake, and maybe especially so because this man was a reporter. There's something, you'll be surprised to hear me say that, there's something really terrible and disgusting about that if that were the case. So we're going to have to see. We're going to get to the bottom of it, and there will be severe punishment. Still, Trump noted that the Saudis deny wrongdoing and maintained his opposition to canceling arms sales to the country. He said such a response would be very foolish because it would hurt U.S. defense contractors. Trump also said in the interview that he's unsure whether Defense Secretary Jim Mattis will leave the administration after the midterms, describing him as kind of a Democrat. I think he's sort of a Democrat, if you want to know the truth. But General Mattis is a good guy. We get along very well. He may leave. I mean, at some point, everybody leaves. Mattis, in fact, is not a Democrat. But that wasn't the only time the president made a dubious claim during the sit-down. Pressed about Russian interference in the 2016 election, he also doubled down on his unsupported assertion that China interfered in the election in an effort to stop him from winning. But I think China meddled too. But and why I think do you other say countries, China meddled too? And you too? want to know something why else? Do you say China, why don't you just say the you. Russians meddled? Because I think China meddled also. And the president defended his mocking of Christine Blasey Ford, one of the women who accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. He went after her during multiple rallies, doing an impersonation and pretending that she couldn't remember facts which she could in fact remember. He told Stahl that it was necessary to get Kavanaugh confirmed to the Supreme Court. Had I not made that speech, we would not have won. I was just saying she didn't seem to know anything. And you're trying to destroy a life of a man who has been extraordinary. Why did you have to make fun of her? I didn't really make fun. Notably, Trump would also not pledge to avoid interfering with special counsel Bob Mueller's investigation. And he said he does not trust everybody who works for him in the White House. When Stahl tried to press him on one point, he interrupted her to note that he's president and she's not. He added that D.C. is a vicious place, but, quote, I'm not a baby. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one. Elizabeth Warren, the Democratic senator from Massachusetts, released a DNA test this morning that provides strong evidence that she had a Native American in her family dating back six to ten generations. Warren has been mocked by Trump and other Republicans over her claims to Native American ancestry. Trump has even taken to mocking her as Pocahontas. She released the results to the Boston Globe to diffuse questions over the matter. The analysis of Warren's DNA was done by Carlos Bustamante, a Stanford professor and expert in the field. He concluded that the vast majority of Warren's ancestry is European, which we know, but he added that, quote, the results strongly support the existence of an unadmixed Native American ancestor. 
The Globe's Annie Linsky notes that the timing fits Warren's family lore passed down during her Oklahoma upbringing that her great-great-great-grandmother, O.C. Sarah Smith, was at least partially Native American. If her great-great-great-grandmother was indeed Native American, that puts Warren at 132nd American Indian. The DNA test indicates several other things. First, it's another proof point that Warren is totally running for president. She's already released 10 years of tax returns. She's deployed members of her staff to all four early primary states, plus key 2020 battlegrounds like Ohio, Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin. This is also a sign of the times. Trump's attacks on Barack Obama prompted him to release his long-form birth certificate in 2012. Now his relentless hits on the senior senator from Massachusetts have driven her to take and publish a DNA test. In the past, the president has offered to give $1 million to a charity of Warren's choosing if she takes a DNA test. Will he pay up? Number two, in a sometimes testy interview on CBS's Sunday morning, Hillary Clinton defended her husband's decision not to resign over his misconduct during the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Here she is speaking with correspondent Tony DeCoupel. In retrospect, do you think... Bill should have resigned in the wake of the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Absolutely not. It wasn't an abuse of power? No. Clinton quickly pivoted to say the real question should be about Trump and why he's not being investigated, a classic move by someone like Hillary. As the Clintons hit the country together for an arena tour, it's a reminder that they're probably not the most credible messengers in the Me Too era. Number three. Months after Trump's family separation policy caused an international uproar and political backlash, Republican candidates in red states are increasingly embracing immigration-based attacks. Republicans are painting their Democratic challengers as the ones pursuing an extreme immigration agenda and warning that there will be so-called sanctuary cities across the country if Democrats pick up the House. Many of these attacks are misleading, but there are signs the strategy is working. Strategists at the Liberal Center for American Progress and the center-left think tank Third Way have shared a memo with Democratic candidates in recent weeks that urges them to spend, quote, as little time as possible talking about immigration so that they can pivot instead to more fruitful issues like health care and taxation. <laughs> Talk about a difference from two years ago or four years ago when Democrats tried to avoid talking about those issues. But the strategists at CAP and Third Way worry that the GOP's foreboding immigration messaging is far more personal to most voters than the more modulated position of Democrats. For a lot of people, talking about protecting dreamers from deportation or ensuring the humane treatment of undocumented people doesn't feel personal. It doesn't feel like it affects them directly. Even as party strategists urge candidates, though, not to talk about immigration, my colleagues reported over the weekend that the White House is actively considering plans that could again separate parents and children at the U.S.-Mexico border. The immigration wars continue. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, October 15th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.